What's going on, everybody? It's Wednesday, May the 11th, and it is our slightly shorter but still jam-packed with awesome stories uh, NFL Draft Special, the Wire Sports Podcast. It starts right now, baby. Right now. Yes, sir. We are back, and it is a special week for us. We do this every year. We do a little bit of a shorter episode. We cover the draft specifically. Uh, we were going to try to squeeze in a little bit last week, but uh, before we get to all that, fellas, how you doing? No complaints here. Good. We doing. Mother's Day was expensive. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Absolutely, it was. I have the fiance's birthday like two like a week or two weeks before mother's day and then the son's birthday is like two weeks after mother's day it's just like a triple threat of death <laughs> but, I'm, but i'm here uh, hey we got a studio i gotta make sure i give on-air shout outs to jc jennifer and my lovely fiance jordan for all their help and support getting this together lifelong dream and h2g radio officially has a home in kansas city so whenever i can talk these fellows out for uh, in-person show we got two nice mics we can get some more we got room for for all of us around this little table so excited and i uh, can't wait to see what happens next all right let's dive in um what we're gonna do we're gonna do good old-fashioned pass or play i've got the nfl.com um their ranking system and their grading for the uh draft now uh we will preface by saying we haven't always agreed with the writers at nfl.com so um but, you know, we'll, we'll go with this. I, that's one of the things I want to get from you guys if we decide to pass or play, if you agree with the rank that, that the team's got. But let's start right at number one. Uh, NFL.com gave rank number one and a grade of A to the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, they had a total amount of picks of 11. They In the round one, they got Kyle Hamilton and they got Tyler Lindenbaum. Hamilton came from Notre Dame. Linderbaum, I'm going to mess up so many names today. Came from Iowa. <laughs> uh, who wants to read round two? As soon as he's got it up. <laughs> <laughs> he's from Michigan. David. Ajabo. 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 Travis Jones. I think I knew a Travis Jones once, but it wasn't in Connecticut. He came from Yukon. Um, maybe I just need to move this closer. Daniel Baleo. Close. Off. Baleli. Um, <laughs> yeah, and Jalvin Armour Davis, uh, Charlie Kohler, Jordan Stout, Isaiah Likely, uh, Demarion Williams, and Tyler Batty. I am going to move that closer. I think I'm just getting old is what's going on. So, guys, uh, when it comes to the decisions made by the Baltimore Ravens, we want to pass or we want to go ahead and play it? I think we can pass. You want to play it? Yeah, it was just play the it. Let's play one. it. Let's it's play the it. number one draft. They did an amazing job, didn't they? Eleven picks. Um, they were able to get the guys that they wanted. Um, it's a uh, it's amazing for them. Um, they, they're a team that's on the cusp of you know what I'm saying, taking that next step in the Super Bowl contention, and to come out and have a draft like that, that's just spectacular. Yeah, um, here's what I'll say. I believe that um, this was a great draft, but I do have questions. Big question mark. They got rid of Hollywood, right? They traded him for first round pick, their number one wide receiver. Okay, they got him for they got a first round pick. They have Mark Andrews, who at least last year was the best tight end in football. You know, Darren Waller is going to make a case. Obviously, we know about Travis Kelsey, etc. Um, they drafted two tight ends. I didn't see a single wide receiver this draft. That doesn't mean they didn't have the best draft. I believe they took the best available players. I believe they uh, 
increase their defense even more, which, you know, that's what I think of when I think of Baltimore. Um, mm-hmm. They picked up, picked up a lot of good picks here. Um, we'll probably talk about another team I think did really well, actually. But I, I'm totally fine with Baltimore being uh, ranked number one. Uh, a lot of people were talking about it from the get-go. It's it just like, how do they keep getting away with this? Kyle Hamilton slipping to 14th is the one that caught me off guard, quite frankly. So um, I'm very excited for them. Obviously, I'm a Bengals fan, so it's not like I want them to do too well. But give credit where credit's due. Baltimore always drafts well. And I think this is a great draft. I just If I'm Lamar Jackson, I don't know if I would rank this the best draft because you just took my one of my buddies and my best weapon away. And I'm not seeing... You know, where my offense, you know, you're expecting me to carry more of the load than I've already have been the last couple of years. So I think that's where, at least in the short term, this is painful for uh, Lamar. But I think, you know, the overall team got significant upgrades. So it's that's what always makes things tricky. But I think talent wise, they, they nabbed a lot of talent. So I have no problem with them being ranked one. So um, I wouldn't rank them number one. Uh, me personally, um, just because of all the rings that you said, as far as them losing uh, Marquise Valve and they didn't, re- Hollywood Brown, and they didn't really fulfill that need. They did fulfill needs that they did. They did have an excellent draft. They did pick um, uh, center, which they needed. They picked, uh, they, they doubled down on defense, which is what we would expect from them. But um, for them to lose that type of offensive weapon. And mind you, it's not even like uh, Hollywood Brown. He was like 700 yards, um, no Pro Bowl. So, uh, it, I mean, he wasn't, I don't know, he wasn't a world beater, but the, he they made him, he's a, put them at a deficit when they traded him at a position where they were already kind of low. So I don't, I don't necessarily understand that move. Um, so I don't think it was a number one rated, uh, draft ranking but they did a good job alright all right. anxious to hear who you had as your proper number one um, next up we had at rank number two by the NFL uh, we had the New York Jets they had a seven total picks they also got an A grade um, in round one and I will be sure I know some of our fans are probably mad that I didn't say positions that first round so I'll fix that now uh, fourth round pick uh, in round one or fourth position pick in round one was Sauce Gardner uh, his cornerback from Cincinnati State corner make sure I uh, pronounce this all uh, Garrett Wilson was a wide receiver from the Ohio State University and then uh, Jermaine Johnson the second was a DN uh, out of Florida State. In the second round, they got Brees Hall, who's a running back out of Iowa State. Uh, Jeremy Ruckert, a tight end out of the Ohio State University. And then round four, they got Max Mitchell. Uh, he was a offensive tackle from Louisiana. And then Michael Clemens uh, was a DN from Texas A&M. We want to pass or play on the Jets, number two on the list. I'm down to play, but I would also like to point out when I'm looking at this, I don't see the anywhere when I see Ohio State. So you need to stop doing that bullcrap. <laughs> I see Ohio State on this list is what I see. Facts. Mm. Oh, man. I think we have a large listening in Ohio. Guys, hit up the comments here and, and explain to Richie why I'm why I'm reading what I'm reading. No, ex- explain explain to the people why the Ohio State is pretentious for such a public school. Like, get <laughs> out of here, bruh. <laughs> explain it to all Ohio State men, please. Yeah, why like, they don't seriously. need to put the, the Ohio State. Nobody cares about the Ohio State. I'm sorry, man. That's not like people's dreams unless you're from Ohio. I'm sorry. It is what it is. I'm marrying it. I mean, it's, it's just K State, and I'm already trying to change the culture. I'm going to walk around their uh, their stadium and say the Kansas. I hope you don't do that. How dare you? It's <laughs> yeah. Disgusting. That's abhorrent. So I talked ah. to my sister who graduated from the business school, but outside of that, no. <laughs> All right. Do we want to pass it? We want to play it. Richie, you said you want. Yeah, to play? I'm down to play, but I, we can do it. I'm down to play this. Okay, let's roll with it. Richie, you want to take lead? Okay. Yeah, let me roll with it. Uh, we got to start off with the obvious one. I mean, uh, as, as your boy from Cincinnati, I loved uh, Sauce Gardner. Uh, one thing he did incredible job is he had less than fifty percent of passes completed into his area. 
uh, for all three years he's in Cincinnati. I think he was a beast. Um, obviously, Garrett Wilson is also someone, you know, you got to be pretty excited about. Um, Zach Wilson kind of needs to step it up. And, you know, this, this is that type of pick that, that gets you excited. You know, the, the Gardner pick's necessary. And you, you need the corners in this league now, especially with all the money these wide receivers are getting. But getting, you know, a, a stud at wide receiver uh, is, is great for you. So I'm very happy for Zach Wilson in that sense. Although I would say just like the Lamar pick, you know, they didn't address tackle until round four. So that's kind of scary. But uh, I think overall they improved on their offense quite a bit outside of, you know, taking sauce first. But a lot of their picks were uh, mostly offense. And I think that's what, you know, you need to see if you're a Jets fan. You know, you got Zach Wilson over here. You you, you want to give him weapons. It's kind of what we talked about. We'll, we'll talk about with Tua later, I'm sure, uh, where we, is, is he it or is he not it? Wilson had a rough first season. Uh, and, you know, now now he's getting all kinds of weapons, quite frankly. They drafted running back. They drafted wide receiver. They drafted a tight end. They also got CJ Uzoma as well. So, um this, this is an opportunity to see where they're going to be. And, you know, this is this is if you're somebody who's you know, not doing well and you have a new quarterback and he had a terrible year, you know, you want weapons around him so you can really see, is this guy the guy? Now, not addressing the line doesn't necessarily help and be conducive to that. But nonetheless, I think they picked, you know, the best talents that they could when they could get them. You got the best cornerback in the draft. You got an excellent wide receiver, excellent running back. You pick up a tight end. You know, this This is what you want. You want the electricity if you're a Jets fan because you've been miserable for years. So you need something to get you excited. I think this is an opportunity to get them excited. I think this is well done. You know, they went the opposite direction of Baltimore and they basically went all offense, Sands uh, picking up sauce. Yeah, I think, uh, I think the Jets did really well. I think they got a lot of value out of their picks. Um, this is the year where they want to see exactly what Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson can do. And I think that they let us know that by how they drafted. Um, and they they also drafted to let us know that they want to be contenders or try to be or try to start building to be contenders. Sauce Gardner was a great pick for them for their defense. I don't think their defense was... The Jets were bad, but I don't think the defense was horrible, horrible. But yeah. I think that they really uh, stepped it up with Sauce Gardner. They made a couple of picks. That uh, Bryce Hall pick from that running back out of Iowa State, I think he was a steal. I think he's going to be really good. Um, and then, of course, you got some track stars and Gary Wilson. So uh, we'll see how they do this year. But um, I think that they got a lot of value out of their picks. Yeah, I, I agree with you guys, man. Uh, the Jets did a good job. I still don't think they're going to be contenders this year. Um, they, they got a long way out, um, but it's going to be interesting to see how these guys develop, you know? Um, Sauce Gardner, obviously, uh, a guy that's going to be a player for a while. Um, so it's going to be exciting to see, just like I said, like what happens with him. That's who I'm watching for the, from the Jets. Absolutely. All right, let's keep it rolling here. We're going to move on to uh, rank number three. Uh, they were also given a A grade. Uh, they had 10 total picks. This pains me to talk about them, but it's the Kansas no. Chiefs. <laughs> we got to play this one, too. We got to play yeah, it. I sure. want to play this one for one reason and one reason only. Because my fiance Same. is watching. Same. Uh, <laughs> All right. I'll let the fellas know. They're more excited. Like, I'll go last. That's totally fine. For all the Patreon, I'll, I'll go first because I want to put this out there. <laughs> all the Patreons who don't know, I'm from Fayetteville, North Carolina. They picked in the fourth round Joshua Williams out of Fayetteville State in Fayetteville, North Carolina. I thought that that was an amazing fit. Pick, put Fayetteville on the mat so that we not only just have Moray and J. Cole, we now have Joshua Williams. Shouts out to Joshua Williams coming out of Fayetteville State. <laughs> hey, he a big boy, man. Yeah. Let me give it. Yeah, that's awesome. My, um, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, just for just in case people miss, then I'll go faster this time. Trent McDuffie was their first pick, cornerback out of Washington. George, ooh, <laughs> Carla Fittis, uh, out of Purdue, he's an edge. Um, Sky Moore, wide receiver, Western Michigan. Brian Cook, safety out of Cincinnati. Leo Chanel, uh, if I said that right, I hope a linebacker. We had Joshua Williams, our already mentioned cornerback out of Fayetteville State. 
Um, Darian Kennard or Kennard, probably uh, offensive guard. Jalen Watson, cornerback out of Washington State. Isaiah Pacheco, uh, running back out of Rutgers. And then, oh man, Naze. Naze Johnson. Cornerback uh, out of Marshall. And Trey, did you have more to button or was that your take on, on Kansas City? That was, my Ken- that was my take on Kansas City. I, I have a lot more to say about Kansas City, but it's more towards their off-season decisions. Okay. All right. Well, let me let me roll in on this. I think for me, I'll try so we can speed this up since there's so many teams. I'll say this. To me, Sky Moore was their steal. I mean, I understand Trey's got his perspective. For me, I'd say Sky Moore is their steal. He went round two. That's a round one talent for sure. He runs a four four. I mean, he's not Tyreek four two nine, but this dude's a speed burner as well. And uh, you know, they loaded up on wide receivers through free agency, picking up Sky Moore. Um, honestly, what I'm proud of them for, because it's their biggest glaring weakness and that's what they suck at, is they're picking up cornerbacks and say they're actually trying to improve their defense. Go figure. You know, they need some corners, man, because they're going to be going up against the Raiders and going to be going up against the Chargers. They're in the AFC. They got they got a lot of competition to deal with. I mean, look at all the AFC wide receivers. It's, it's getting crazy. They made the right decisions. Uh, to me, even though, again, this is number three, I'd give them an A+. I think this was like textbook. You know, if I'm a fan and I'm seeing what they're drafting, these are the things that, you know, I wanted addressed. I wanted cornerbacks. All right, we lost Tyreek. We picked up like some, you know, wide receivers and free agency, but nobody big. So to get Sky, you know, as a steal, a first rounder in the second round, basically, literally, uh, you know, I'm happy. I'm happy as can be if I'm a Kansas City Chief fan. Uh, they, they did great. Yeah, my only thing on the Kansas City Chiefs is this: they they drafted a guy that um, that you shouldn't even be talking about. It's um, it's a it's an undrafted free agent that they got, Justin Ross from Clemson. Um, he was a star receiver. They picked him up as an undrafted free agent. He had injury concerns. That dude's going to be a star with Patrick Mahomes. Just you watch. Remember that name, Justin Ross. I said it. I can remember Ooh. the name Justin. It's very regal, very, <laughs> very. <laughs> I remember, boy. I remember. <laughs> All right, so uh, we're moving on to our first A minus. They were ranked number four by the NFL. This is a uh, shout out to NFL.com for all this information. Detroit, the Lions. Uh, let's see. They got uh, the first one. They have the second pick. They got Aiden Hutchinson out of Michigan. He's an edge. Jamison Williams, wide receiver out of Alabama. Joshua Pascal. Uh, D line or yeah, defensive lineman out of Kentucky. Uh, Kirby Johnson, mm-hmm. safety uh, out of Illinois. James Mitchell, tight end out of V Tech. Uh, that's Virginia Tech for those that don't know. Malcolm Rodriguez, linebacker, Oklahoma State. Uh, and then James Houston, uh, edge out of Jackson State. And then in round seven, they grab Chase Lucas, a cornerback out of Arizona State. Do we want to pass or we want to play on Detroit? We can play on Detroit. Okay. Just yeah, for, let's just go play. For, for this simple point right here, Aiden Hutchinson, $35 million fully guaranteed. That's crazy. And they got the hometown kid. Um, hometown boy. Love, yeah, they're going to love him out there. Uh, I think it's very clear what Detroit's trying to do. They're about to play a very traditional style of basketball, defense first, and uh, play very conservative on offense. I think it's going to be an interesting year. Uh, they tried extremely hard last year. You could tell that they didn't have any quit in them. So it should be an interesting year. Richie? Well, I'll say this. Aiden was the definitely, you know, the highlight for them, hometown boy. But how about Jamison Williams, man? This, this kid was the only kid uh, since uh, Jamar Chase in 2019. He had like uh, six 50-yard touchdowns. This, this guy's a burner. Uh, their offense is slowly evolving into a potent offense and you know they have a serviceable quarterback in jared goff so it's something where they can build on and so i i love this uh, to me you know i give this easily an a if not borderline a plus they also knocked it out of the park uh, fantastic drafting by detroit you know if, if i'm a lions fan i'm excited because last year i expected them to be worse you, you got a head coach that's at least charismatic but we don't know if he's good but you know the, the, the players love him the fans love him so we'll we'll see we'll see all right, uh, and then ranked fifth is another A minus here. They only had five picks. 
that weren't already dedicated. This is the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, in round one, they took Jordan Davis, the D tackle out of Georgia. Uh, we've got Cam Jurgens, corner uh, or center, I'm sorry, out of Nebraska. Um, Nakobe, I hope I got that right. Dean, a linebacker out of Georgia. Kyron Johnson, a linebacker out of Kansas. And then Grant, oh boy, Calcaterra, tight end out of SMU. Do we want to pass or play on Philly? Let's play real Let's quick. Play Let's play it. And <laughs> go ahead. I'll let you go. Because I'm, yeah. All right. I'll just be super, super quick here. I have two things to say. One, Jordan Davis, all about it. Congratulations. He's a big boy, 350 pound mountain. Number two, he, they traded something. Why, why did they only have five picks? Because they got AJ Brown. Uh, this is exactly what you want if you're a Philadelphia fan. I'll leave it at that. Uh, I'm going to say uh, Philadelphia knocked it out of the park. They're going to win the division. I'm going to put that down there right now. They're going to win the division. Jordan Davis is a monster. I watched him all year at Georgia. Uh, Nicobe Dean is a monster. I watched him all year at Georgia. Um, and then they they picked up AJ Brown. Uh, they want to put all their uh, they want to put everything behind uh, what's his name? the quarterback. And then I think they did an excellent job in uh, showing that they believe in him. So yeah, Jalen Hurts, same thing as what we talked about with Zach Wilson. You better show up. No excuses now. No, you excuses. got Devonta Smith. You got AJ Brown. Like you, you got you got dudes now. With Fletcher yeah. Cox on defense, like yeah, there's no excuses. Yeah, their defense is going to be phenomenal, I feel like. But they're going to be so young. They're not going to be ready for that NFL grind the whole season. Um, but it is going to make it interesting with uh, Dallas out there, right? Um, the commanders got Carson Wentz. Um, Giants, nobody's expecting anything from them. But um, <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see this year. Interesting indeed, and I am trying to speed through these guys. If we don't get through all of them, we will uh, drop this link in the description so you can go and check it out and let us know in the reviews and the comments what, what you think of the ones we don't get to. Seahawks ranked six. They're another A minus, looks like. Uh, total picks they had nine. Round one, they grabbed Charles Cross, OT out of Mississippi State. Um, Boye, Mafe, Mafi. Uh, Edge out of Minnesota. I know I messed that one up. Sorry. <laughs> Man, these Samoans hate Justin right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> They're going to add a new portion to the haka that just cusses me out. <laughs> I'm going to be mad because I'm always... Anyway, uh, Kenneth Walker the third, running back out of Michigan State. Uh, Abraham Lucas, he is an offensive tackle out of Washington State. Kobe... <laughs> they tried to get me. Kobe Bryant, cornerback. Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> Tyreek Woolen is a cornerback out of Texas, San Antonio. Uh, Tyreek Smith is an edge out of the Ohio State University. And then round seven, they grabbed uh, Bo Melton. He's a wide receiver from Rutgers. And Derek Young, a wide receiver from Lenore Ryan. I'm not familiar with that school. Do we want to pass or we want to play? Let's go. All right. Who wants it? I keep it real quick. Once again, this is a team that they won't say it, but they're rebuilding, right? So when you think about what they're rebuilding, what do they do? They drafted for the future. They got the best offensive tackle in Charles Cross, in my opinion. That dude's a beast. Uh, also, Kenneth Walker in the second round, they stole as a running back. He is going to be a solid running back. They picked up corners all day. I I'm excited about this double edge. Th this is what you want to see. You want to see them address the line on both sides. Grab a running back because, you, you know, you, you're kind of stuck this year without getting a quarterback. You're waiting for Baker Mayfield to get cut so you can just pick him up for now to be serviceable. And you didn't have great quarterbacks to draft. So knowing you can't really draft quarterbacks, you're picking up great, the best offensive tackle in the draft at nine. I'm surprised he fell that far. You got a great running back who's going to be, you know, it reminds me of last year with the Steelers. It's the same kind of thing. He's set up for success. You got two great new linemen. Seattle's always had a great line, and they do have a great line. And I'm very excited to see what's going to happen next year. Not this year, next year, because that's their focal point. We grab a quarterback next year, and we look, because Drew Locke's not it. I, I know they're all backing him, but that, that's not happening. Uh, as long as DJ Metcalf stays for one more year, we could potentially see something cool. 
but I think this was the right play. When you're rebuilding, you focus on your line on both sides of the team, like both sides. And that's what they did. They took a great stud running back in the second round and grabbed up great offensive linemen and great edge rushers. So textbook. Uh, I just, I just feel like they could have did a draft like this when they had Russell Wilson and maybe they'd be in a different spot right now. That's just really all I have to say about it. I, I don't think the Seattle, I don't think Seattle is worth mentioning, talking about really as much. They had a great draft, but if they would have did this draft when they had Russell, when they had Russell uh, Wilson, then they would still have Russell Wilson. <laughs> Come on, Trey. Yeah. Why you got to do him like that? Nope. <laughs> they also wasn't picking this high with Russell. Yes, they are, because they just had Russell last year, and they got this. <laughs> yeah, Russell, Russell checked out. Tyreek Woolen, though, is the guy. I was hoping my Buccaneers drafted him late, uh, just because of his speed for Madden. That's the only thing. <laughs> <laughs> you need to add him to your to your your my team, huh? Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> moving on along here, we've got at rank seven by the NFL.com, the Atlanta Falcons. The um, <laughs> I have to say the in this case. It's not as prestigious, but you know. It is very prestigious. Don't you be disrespectful. <laughs> I'm not. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right. Round one, they grabbed Drake London. He's a wide receiver out of USC. Arnold E. Ebiketti. Okay, Edge. Of course, I'm even going to give it a shot. Um, let's see. Troy Anderson's the linebacker out of Montana State. They got him. Desmond Ritter. Is a quarterback out of Cincinnati, D'Angelo Malone, Edge out of Western Kentucky. Round five, they grabbed Tyler Algier, uh, running back out of BYU. Round six, they had Justin Schaefer. He's an offensive guard out of Georgia. And then John, uh, John Fitzpatrick is a tight end out of Georgia. You guys want some Atlanta Falcons? Absolutely yeah. want some Atlanta Falcons. Make Trey go last, though. Trey what go a last. Draft. Right, what Richie. a great draft. Richie, Trey's going last. What do you make of uh, Atlanta's, uh, looks like right. they were our first B performance in the draft. Yeah, well, you can call it B. I call it A plus for drafting John Fitzpatrick. No, I'm just kidding. Who cares about John Fitzpatrick, <laughs> man? They, they already have tits, and he's a stud. Um, the only thing I'll say is this. Desmond, I thought Pittsburgh was going to take him. So Atlanta getting in the third round, I think, is a steal, personally. Um, the kid's got very slow mechanics and a bad windup. I think his, inac- his accuracy issues are something to worry about. But you got Marcus Mariota for now. You know, Drake London was the one that kind of caught me off guard, if I'm being honest. I didn't expect him to be drafted so high, personally. Because, I, you know, one of the things that's a little worrisome is if when you look at his college career, he wasn't able to separate, and he can, he, most of his catches were contested. Now that speaks volumes to his ability to catch in traffic, but at the same time, now it's at a professional level, which is more challenging than a collegiate level. So outside of that pick, I'm not even saying it's wrong, you know, like anything. It's just that that was the one that kind of caught me off guard is Drake Lennon pick, but I think they did a great job. You know, if I'm a Falcons fan, I'm excited, man. Mariota, it can be magical. He's the only quarterback I've ever seen that threw a pass, caught it himself and ran in for a touchdown. So I'm already happy. You know, you, you got a very serviceable, fun guy. You, you got, a, in my opinion, a steal. You got a quarter, you know, this was not the quarterback draft this year. But when you get the second best quarterback late in the third, basically, like, you're pretty excited about it. So this, this was awesome for Atlanta. Uh, honestly, like, this was a great, like, B is shocking to me. I would give him, like, an A minus, like, truthfully. Because the only thing is the Drake Lennon pick's kind of like, mm, is he really the guy? But... I mean, he's going to be a possible fantastic player. Um, Atlanta, Atlanta made out like bandits, in my opinion. Sahib, man. What, yeah. What you- <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I totally agree. Um, ex- I disagree a little bit on Drake London. I think he's going to be a guy down there. Not probably immediately because they don't have a quarterback. Um, but as Atlanta Falcons, this is a great draft. Arnold Evichetti. Is going to be a player down there. Yeah. Um, Troy Anderson's got speed. Um, he knows he's got football IQ is just outstanding. Um, and Desmond Ritter, right? Um, he's a guy that played at a kind of small school, um, led the team to one of their best seasons in school history, played great in big time games. 
Um, I think he's going to be the starting quarterback um, come week one. Um, and it's going to, it's a rebuilding process, but the future is looking bright down there. And, uh, yeah, they got the talent. They got the talent. Yeah. All right, Trey. Let's hear it, my <laughs> We waited it very patiently, kind of. He's scratching his nose off right now. So Atlanta addressed almost every issue that they had uh, as far as, like, projecting towards the future. I think Desmond Ritter, late in the third round, was a great pick. We needed a quarterback. Marcus Mariota is not a franchise guy. Desmond Ritter is a proven winner. I think he's going to come in. What you said about his mechanics, sometimes I don't care about quarterback mechanics. If they can get the ball to the receiver, if they can make the plays, that's all I care about. Period. Drake Landon's going to be a stud. Put him alongside Pitts. They got, uh, everybody knows Atlanta's defense has always been suspect. They addressed that in the as an edge rusher and a linebacker. Like he said, Troy Anderson is very heady, very smart, and very fast. Um, also like D'Angelo Malone on the other edge, um, I think he's going to wind up becoming a player as well. Um, offensive guard, we got uh, Justin Schaefer out of Georgia. Georgia from top to bottom this past year, champions, was loaded. Loaded. The fact that we got him in the sixth round, I think he's a steal. Um, yeah, I, I I can't say too many, too much more about it other than I am very pleased with the front office of Atlanta Falcons. They did exactly what they're supposed to do. I don't think they could have did any better with what they had. All right, all right, True. folks. We we got a t- we got time for two more. What we're gonna do? We're gonna go to a quick break because I don't usually pitch right here before the break, but this is a special episode and. Uh, coming up next Friday, it's a very special week for H2G Radio. We are launching not one, but two new shows next weekend. H2G Radio moves from two to four, and uh, we've got some in the wings as well. Uh, but this next little ad, this is a clip from Free Mess on Fridays, starring the one and only Sahi. Uh, this show is fantastic. I've had the pleasure of going through as producer on this, and, and it's very entertaining. You're not going to want to miss it. It's going to debut next Friday, so just keep an eye on H2G Radio for that to be popping out. Uh, and then on, on Saturday, we're going to have the first episode of True Crime for the Innocent Mind also dropping. We're kicking off summer in a big way here at H2G Radio. Uh, we've got two, not one, but two shows in the wings, which theoretically means, guys, we are one show away from having a seven-day rotation, and I'm super excited about the growth that we have here. If you're interested in being involved with H2G Radio, justthosebestlive at gmail.com. I've got it in the link tree in the description now. Um, We are considering new hosts and producers. If you've got any interest in podcasting or any experience in podcasting and you want to get involved, hit me up, justthosebestlive at gmail.com. We do want to supersede that seven shows. Uh, We're looking to get to 20 by 2023. We'll see what we can do and we'll need your help for that don't go anywhere we're going to talk a little bit more about the draft you're watching the wire sports podcast we'll be right back uh let's move it along let's move it along uh, what's, what's been going on this week man what's going on what's going on that yeah that U- usfl you catch that stuff crazy happening that yeah i thought my man was there was a player for some team. He was yeah. cut for choosing uh trying to get a slice of pizza over eating the team issued chicken salad. Now was it the chicken salad with the grapes and the raisins in it? Because if it was, I don't blame him because that shit's nasty. Exactly. Like who the fuck put raisins and grapes in chicken salad? Right. Yeah. Nasty. But yeah, if it was yeah. that kind, I don't blame him. But I mean it's not like he told the dude disrespectfully that he wasn't going to eat it. It's just He just said, like, nah, I don't want this. Is there any way I can have a piece of pizza that somebody had already brought? So, I mean, I don't see how that's disrespectful. I just think he was just going with what he wanted to do. I mean, it's pizza, man. I'm sure there are far worse things that people have been <laughs> done to get cut off the team. Even if it was pineapple pizza, which people should be put in jail for. I hate pineapple pizza. It's nasty. Exactly, man. <laughs> Who wants cold stuff on hot stuff? It ain't even the sweet and the and the it ain't even the sweet and the whatever flavor of the pizza. It's the hot and the cold. Like that's confusing. Right. No, no, thank you. 
Yeah, yeah, pineapple is definitely best served cold. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I exactly. Pineapple because it's, it's like it's wet. Who yeah. wants a soggy as pizza? Exactly. I mean, I get the you got the pineapple juice mixing in with the marinara. Like, who wants that? Free Mess on Fridays debuts May the twentieth here on H2G Radio. Welcome back, folks, to the Wire Sports Podcast here on H2G Radio. Check out. Free Mess on Fridays, next Friday, the 20th of May. Do not miss it. Uh, We will have it posted everywhere. It'll probably be posted when you wake up. I think that's what we're going to shoot for is having them out uh, on the start of the day instead of uh, late at night. So check out Free Mess on Fridays. It's going to be a lot of fun, guys. You got to go check it out. All right. We're diving back in. We had some off-air talk. We're going to try to tackle a few more, even though we're short on time. Uh, We've got... The Carolina Panthers, they got ranked nine. Looks like they wound up with a B minus. They had six total picks. And they're trying to kill me with these names. Uh, Iki Aquanu. Iki Aquanu. I suck at reading. Uh, He's offensive tackle out of NC State. We've got Matt Corral, uh, quarterback out of Mississippi. Brandon Smith, a linebacker out of Penn State. Amar Barno. He's an edge out of Virginia Tech. Uh, Cade Mays, a Tennessee uh, offensive guard. And Kalon Blarns is a cornerback from Baylor. Who wants to get us kicked off with the Panthers? I got a question. I mean, I will. Wasn't Matt Carroll uh, at one point in the running for uh, Heisman? Or am I mistaken? I'm not sure. Um, I'm not sure either. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I I like him. I like him. I'm surprised. Again, like another one of those, he fell into the third because the quarterbacks weren't really that deep. But I don't know if he was in the running for the Heisman, but he had a great year. Yeah, he was one of the top uh, quarterback prospects, I guess. Um, but I think Carolina reaching for another quarterback that high when they already don't have enough draft picks. Um, it just didn't really move it for me. I don't. I don't like any of their picks. Um, I think they're, they're, they're going to be close to not winning any games this year. Trey, did you have anything else on Carolina? Uh, I think Brandon Smith was a steal for them. Uh, yeah, I agree. He's a Penn State linebacker. They generally come out and are perennial footballers. Um, I think uh, Amari, Amari Barno out of a GE Tech uh, as an edge rusher is nice too, so... Uh, those are two decent picks. And Matt Carroll, I don't, I feel like they're about to pick up um, the, uh, Jesus Christ, uh, my guy from uh, <laughs> from uh, the Browns, if the Wednesday Baker, Baker Mayfield, they're going to, I feel like they're going to pick up Baker Mayfield. It's between the Panthers and Seattle. We'll see who gets them. But I think Matt Carroll is a waste of a pick for them. They could have done a lot more with that uh, round three pick. So. I'd probably give them lower than a B, honestly. Mm, interesting. I'm going to go a different route than these guys. Um, I think, you know, getting Iguanu was your, you're your showing that you want to run because they had three offensive tackle options. They went with the guard who was the best uh, run blocker by far. So you're, you're banking on Christian McCaffrey to carry you. As the boys have mentioned, the quarterbacks are kind of terrible. Matt Coral, I mean, again, he's he at Mississippi. Uh, I hate to say it this way because it's disrespectful, but he, he, his season was like Matt, uh, Russell Wilson, where it's like he started off on fire and then he kind of tailed off at the end. So that's why it's kind of, that's why when Trey was talking about Heisman, I was like, I'm not sure, but he did start off like insane the first like seven, eight weeks. Um, so I think that's great. Brandon Smith is the one that Trey mentioned that I agree with for sure. I mean, he's, he's a project, which is why he ended up kind of falling into that fourth round. But you're talking about a dude that's in the 90th percentile in the 40-yard dash, the broad jump, and the short shuttle. He's 6'5", 250-pound linebacker. I mean, come on. You take this the fourth round, and he fell. He was supposed to be in the second. You take it. So you take it. So I, I think, you know, from a – it's like the Seattle picks I talked about. This is a team that's dookie. It is what it is. And they're picking, you know, the best talents and the best options. Their guard – was absolutely to try to survive for this season and hopefully so Christian McCaffrey isn't out for the seventh consecutive season or whatever whatever's running at this point. And the rest of them are just 
talent spots. You know, you're picking up a quarterback. I think we're all on the same page. I don't think he's that dude. But you got you to, gotta, you know, pick somebody up. If, you know, you got to give your fans some hope. You can't constantly, like, the Seattle option was one where they doubled down and said we're sticking with shitty Drew Locke. But for Carolina, who can't seem, you know, Sam Darnold last year was terrible. That was their savior, the white hope that went nowhere. So they're, they're trying to get, that's their plan. They got to get the fan base interested. You can't just go all defense every single year and then your stud running back always get injured. You, you, you never get anywhere. So this is them trying to do something with that. I think they got a lot of talent, which is why they were graded so high, quite frankly. With low picks, you know, late rounders, they got a lot of steals in terms of raw athleticism. And we won't know how well this was until like two, three years down the road to see how they develop. But I think they got a lot of talent and athletic players. So we'll see how it pounds out. But honestly, they had their pick of the litter of offensive linemen. So, you know, they're clearly going to be running a lot this year. Uh, That's all I got to say on this. All right. Uh, Another one we want to touch on here. We've got the Tennessee Titans. They got a straight up B with nine picks. Round one, they got Traylon Burks, a wide receiver out of Arkansas. They had Roger McCreary. Yep, McCreary, (laughs) cornerback out of Auburn. Um, Oh, Nicholas Petit Freyer. Uh, he's an offensive tackle out of the Ohio State University. Malik Willis, uh, quarterback out of Liberty. Hassan Haskins, a running back from that state up north. Uh, <laughs> Chigo Seem, Azim. Oh, not even going to try it. They got a guy, yeah. a tight end out of Maryland. Uh, Kyle Phillips, <laughs> <laughs> wide receiver. These guys will get it. I'm, I'm so bad with names. Kyle Phillips is a wide receiver out of UCLA. Theo Jackson, cornerback out of Tennessee, hometown guy. Uh, and then Chance Campbell, uh, he's a linebacker from Old Miss <clears throat> wants to get started. Yeah, they got one of the absolute best receivers in the draft, Traylon Burke. He is going to be a superstar. Um, the fact that he failed at 18 is going to be a blessing. That's, you know, um, AJ Brown, they got rid of him. They're not going to pay AJ Brown all that money um, when this year they have so much um, talent at receiver this year. Um, Traylon Burke is a guy I, I wish that uh, my team would have got. Um, he's going to be phenomenal. Um, Roger McCleary, um, solid pick. Um, but the other two picks that I got my eye on is Hassan Haskins, the running back out of Michigan. That guy's a dog. Um, he's going to be able to back up Derrick Henry down there and uh, provide a nice one-two punch. And Malik Willis, right? He's a guy that can sling the ball deep downfield. Um, he, he's going to be a guy that um, competes with Ryan Tannehill, although I think Tannehill's going to get the start. But Malik Willis, he's, his time in Tennessee is coming. Just watch. I'll go next. Oh, yeah. I want to start off with Malik Willis. You know, again, a weird draft. I don't think we're used to seeing quarterbacks just not get drafted until like third round for the most part. Uh, but Malik Willis was the most ready day one quarterback. That's what everyone kept talking about before the draft. So when if you're a Tennessee fan, everyone is tired of Tannehill, quite frankly. He literally lost them the game against Cincinnati. It's just the reality. So now you have a, a kid who's ready to play. And honestly, everyone is assuming Pittsburgh was going to take. That's what everyone is talking about. Uh, so you got him in the third round. Fantastic pick. I also concur on Traylon Burks. I know Cincinnati had no chance of drafting him, but when he was falling, I, I was so excited. So he was like, maybe we'll get him. Maybe. Whoa, four wide, baby. No running right. back. Let's go. I was looking for that. You know, to me, I consider him like baby AJ Brown. They traded AJ Brown and got, you know, a, a potential AJ Brown type talent, similar features. He's fantastic. I think the only thing is his route running. But again, you, you can't teach big and you can't teach jumping and you can't teach athleticism. Uh, this was, They got lucky to get Traylon Burks. This like fell into their hands, to be honest. Um, the only one to be, even though McCreary is great, I'm a little worried. I always enjoy like physical a- like attributes of things. And McCreary was only 6% in arm length. And as a cornerback, that, that concerns me. 
The dude's arm is only 29 inches. That's pretty small for a cornerback, as the, I was yeah. saying, by six percentile. So, you know, he's, he is a talent, fantastic cornerback, but uh, I don't know if I would have went that route. But overall, Tennessee had a haul, and they used a lot of fantastic picks. I think this was a great option, even though, like I said, I'm not sold on McVeary. I mean, what are, what are you going to do? They just had all kinds of athletic dudes. I wasn't also a fan of the tackle at Ohio State, actually. Uh, he got cooked against Michigan. So uh, I'm, not, I'm not sold on that. But overall, I think Tennessee had a great draft. You, you, get, you, you got a whole bunch of dudes falling that I didn't anticipate they get in the first round and in the third round, uh, and even in the second round. So overall, even though I was kind of hating on the corner, uh, I think McGrew would be fine. And they, they got a lot of dudes that fell like compared to where they're allegedly going to be drafted. So for Tennessee, you get value is what we always call that. So they got a bunch of value out of their picks. We'll see if it pans out. But, um, you know, you got you got a lot of great things going for you. You lost your, your stud wide receiver, but you have a very potential stud coming. And now you have a cornerback or sorry, a quarterback that you, you can be excited about because you want Tannehill gone. You, you want that boy out of there. You, you know, you, you have the king. You need a cornerback or a quarterback. Wow, I keep saying corner. A quarterback that can complement that. So this could be the next two, three years, their window. Because they're going to have a rookie quarterback and a rookie wide receiver. Those are great, friendly team deals to try to make plays. So I'm looking forward to see what. All right. I know we have Pittsburgh left. Was there another one or is that it? Well, we uh, also have Trey. Talking <laughs> about Tennessee. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Trey about Tennessee. Sorry about that. Uh, Tennessee, I think that uh, kind of like the Atlanta pick, I, th- I feel like they addressed a lot of their needs. Um, I like the Malik Willis pick uh, based off of what everyone was saying about him uh, in the draft because I didn't really watch him. I didn't really see him play. Uh, Roger McCleary, I think is a good pickup. And to your point about him being the sixth percentile and like armless, you gotta understand, he's been, he played in a division in the SEC where he already knew he had small arms. So he's de- he's developed his game around that. You're right. I agree with you. You know what I mean? Kind of like a small, kind of like a, a, a point, kind of like uh, Isaiah uh, Thomas, who was like 5'9 and playing in the NBA. He's always been 5'9. He's always played against taller competition. He's figured out his game around that. So I feel like that's going, I feel like that's a great pickup for them. And they leaned into what they are. And I can respect that. I'm just saying, that's some tiny ass arms, man. They are tiny. My arms are bigger, and he's like six inches taller than me. I think you got like two of his arms on my. You have two of his arms. (laughs) Darrell Revis's arms weren't that long. No, they weren't either. You're right. Again, it's not always about that, and we're about to talk about it again because we're talking about Pittsburgh. Oh yeah, going on to uh, my team that someday will have success again, Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. (laughs) No, not someday. We can't at least get someday, Trey. Uh, round one, we got Kenny Pickett, all the rage. Uh, he's a hometown boy out of Pitt, cornerback, uh, quarterback. Uh, round two, we had George Pickens, wide receiver out of Georgia. Uh, round three, DeMarvin Leal, D tackle out of Texas A&M. Calvin Austin the third went round four, wide receiver out of Memphis. Uh, Connor Hayward is a tight end out of Michigan State. Mark Robinson, a linebacker out of Mississippi. And then uh, finish it off with Chris Oladokun um, as a quarterback out of South Dakota State. So two quarterbacks. Who wants it? The Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, I'll go first. Why not? <laughs> Let me shit on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, you know I can they do don't it. Even have ben you know there. I can do it. I don't need Ben. Now I got Kenny Pickett to shit on. I'm excited. <laughs> all right. So first of all, little baby hands, Kenny Pickett. All right. That's what that was always the concern. They've been talking about that boy. How are you six foot one and your hands and wingspan? Not like length. His wingspan is eight inches, man. Like that is that is that is small baby hands all right anyways joking aside that doesn't matter (laughs) because just so you know joe burrow has 8.6 inch hands and he was in the super bowl so it's not about how big the hands are let's clarify that uh but actually i am concerned about kenny pickett yeah yeah, exactly (laughs) uh although we do like when she has small hands because then yeah anyways um kenny pickett (laughs) let's get back to that kenny pickett my biggest problem in all seriousness with the kenny pickett pick is 
you had other options. Kenny Pickett was uh, the second most pressured kid in college football last year. He had 34. Uh, sorry, I was trying to look up the statistic while I was talking. 34 pressures, okay? The Steelers had huge problems. It took 3.2 seconds to throw the ball, which was the third slowest, okay? So that's, you're already running into problems with that's a terrible freaking combination. So I'm not saying Pickett can't be good. I don't mean it that way, but indecision is the last thing you want to be like thinking about is the problem for your quarterback that you picked in the first, you picked this guy. He was the first guy taken when we talked about some other guys that, you know, Desmond Ritter had his problems with his mechanics. I'd rather have mechanics than his ability to read a defense because that's what indecision is. So that's my concern with the Kenny Pickett pit. But I will give them credit. You want Pickett to Pickens, right? That's kind of a cool little combo. So at least give him that. So, <laughs> you know, I never and I will never doubt Pittsburgh's ability to look at a wide receiver and be like, let's go with him. So I believe Pickens is going to be a star. So if you're a Pittsburgh fan, fine. You got Pickens. I think Pickens is a beast. He dominated in Georgia. He has that X factor receiver potential. Uh, and I'm looking forward to that. Um, how do I want to say this with Leo? Leo, I think, was a good risk worth taking. Uh, you know, this is what Pittsburgh does, right? Uh, the only thing that caught me off guard is they also picked Calvin Austin. Sorry, to cut on a tangent. But they picked two wide receivers. Like, oh my God. They, took, they swept him from Baltimore. Baltimore was so excited for him. And then they took it right out of Baltimore. I feel like they did it just so, so Baltimore couldn't get wide receiver. I really feel like that's why they did that. But, uh, having said that, you know, it, this is what blows my mind about Pittsburgh. They have a stud at defensive end, all right? Like, I'll give him that. Defensive player of the year. I still prefer Aaron Donald, but you can't be upset when you got T.J. Watt, right? You got T.J. Watt, and here they are drafting more offense. Offense ain't the problem. Kenny Pickett was the problem. Why are you picking Kenny Pickett? I, I'm, I'm lost, fellas. Like, they drafted wide receivers. They got all the options in the world. They got Najee at running back. Like, th this was the Cincinnati Bengals, two on offense. I was ready. They just needed the quarterback. And for me, it was a big miss. I don't think Kenny Pickett's the guy. They, they literally had whatever they wanted, and they had all the options. Najee's a stud. He's going to be great, great running back. You have wide receiver talent. You just drafted two more. And then you pick Kenny Pickett. So um, hopefully, for Justin's sake, I'm wrong. But... I don't know, man. Kenny Pickett is, you know, again, I'll give him this. It's a cute story, right? Little Pittsburgh guy walking down. He went into the same field. He went left instead of right. Now he gets to go right. He was always dreaming of going right. And we'll see what happens. But Pickett to Pickens is the only thing you should be excited about. Just the, the alliteration of that might help you. But uh, you, you drafted a stud <laughs> quarterback. You had 20 years to find his replacement and this is the guy you pick i think the picket to pickens is going to wind up being another palamalu thing uh <laughs> where the announcement <laughs> happened all right so now that i went super negative the boys can pick it back up but just don't talk about kenny pickett positively <laughs> please mm. you mean to trey well since you said that i'm gonna do the exact opposite so I get what you're saying. Absolutely. I don't <laughs> think Kenny Pickett was the best quarterback in this draft, but for Pittsburgh, I think he was the perfect fit. He was the guy that went left instead of right. So they've watched him grow. He's been with them for as long as he's been at Pitt. He knows the facility. He knows the team. Um, he's comfortable there. Um, he has playmaking abilities. It's not like he's trash. Like we said, like we said about all these quarterbacks. I mean, I don't know why he went in the first round, per se. He probably they, he would have still been there if they would have picked him in the second round, maybe. But they picked what they felt was comfortable. They got George Pickens in the second round, great. They got uh, Leo in the third round. Like you said, like you were saying, he's a project. Calvin Austin is going to be a nice, uh, I don't even say second option. He's probably going to be a nice third option. I don't think they did a, I had a horrible draft. Like I said, they picked Kenny. The reason that they're a great B right now is because they picked Kenny Pickett in the first round. And I think that that was probably, they could have got better value in that first round than Kenny Pickett. Oh, but, I agree. But like I you're agree. saying, but like you said, 
he is the hometown kid from Pitt. He knows the staff. He knows, I mean, I'm pretty sure he knows the playbook. You can't get any better than that than have your rookie wide receiver come in and know your playbook already. I mean, it's just invaluable. So, I'm, I don't have any love for the Steelers, but I'm not going to hate them right now. Yeah, I, I feel like the Steelers have one of the best drafts. Um, Kenny Pickett is going to be a guy. You guys aren't talking about this guy as an athlete. Um, he had 20 rushing touchdowns in his career at Pittsburgh. Um, ran for almost a thousand yards. Um, I'm looking up the stats now. Um, I had to look it up because he he had such a transition from his first senior year to his second senior year. His junior senior year, he went 26 touchdowns, 18 interceptions. His second senior year, he went 42 touchdowns, seven interceptions. There was no year he threw over 10 interceptions. And the fact that what I'm about to say now, I'll mention two receivers that you guys need to remember. Uh, Justin Ross, um, oh man, and the other guys just blanket on me. Uh, Traylon Burks, okay, obvious guys. Um, George Pickin, um, getting him is great, but they got the guy that I think is going to be the next, the next guy, uh, um, in this class, one of the top three is Calvin Austin. Um, that guy can win in a phone booth. Um, and that, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? He, he yeah. watches, watches one-on-one tape, watches tapes. He's a yeah. super shifty guy. He kind of reminds me of like a Tyreek Hill. And when you compare him with, um, Kenny Pickett and his ability to to uh, move around, um, extend plays. Um, it's not going to be Pickett to Pickens. It's going to be Pickett to Austin. Just uh, just remember that name. I mean, here's my thing, Sahi. Calvin Austin is like my height, five eight, right? He's five mm-hmm. eight. Calvin Austin's hands are bigger than Kenny Pickett's hands. Come on, <laughs> man. But, I, but I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Uh, I love him. Uh, like. You know, Deontay kind of is that slot, but they'll move. They need to move him over at this point, and I, mm-hmm. I that's why I was mad because it was just like the rich getting richer, picking up Calvin Austin. Like I said, I yeah. was confused because I was like, you already have so much talent, but I get it. Like I get it yeah. because this is Pittsburgh. They draft dudes, keep them on rookie contracts, let them walk, and then they move on with life. And this is a mm-hmm. great move the chains, dude. This is this is gonna you know like we've already seen. The, the little phone booth action with the Rams, right? We've seen the success that you don't have to be the fastest guy or the tallest guy or the biggest guy. If you if you have crisp routes and to his point, you have great footwork, you're going to get the ball. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Stairway to seven. No, I'm just kidding. We got it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that's happening anytime soon, my friend. I'll get to sing it again one day. All right, folks, this has been the Wire Sports Podcast. We covered what we could of the NFL draft. Uh, if you want to hear us jump in on the rest of these, uh, let us know between this week and next, and we'll uh, make it an order of business. Uh, if not, at least jump in the comments in the review section and let us know what you thought of the draft, what your biggest surprises were, what your biggest disappointments were, all that good stuff. Uh, let's see. Does anybody got anything they got coming up they want to plug? Yeah, I got something I want to plug real quick. How on earth could they not draft a cornerback when their secondary is so terrible? What is Pittsburgh thinking? Come on, guys. <laughs> they went all offense. They have the worst secondary in the league, and they didn't draft secondary. That's my plug. Apparently, that's uh, true. That's true. <laughs> Richie's like, I'm happy out. as a Bengals fan. I'm just trying to point that out. I was trying to be positive, but I, I couldn't hold that in anymore. Like, I was just like, come on. Like, that's the one that shocked me. Like, they didn't draft the fans' needs at all. It's like, right? If you if you're Pittsburgh, all you want is a secondary, and you're happy because you already have a good defensive line. You already led the league in sacks, and you picked up a project who's very talented as a defensive end. You don't need that. You already got the best defensive end in the league. Draft a cornerback. What do you guys do? Oh my lord, they're gonna have to, <laughs> they're gonna have to get a hundred sacks this season. Otherwise, they're gonna get roasted in the AFC North, <laughs> dealing with Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson, and Joe Burrow. Deshaun Watson's not playing this year. 
Oh, no, no. He playing. He just ain't playing the first six games, my friend. <laughs> uh, of course, that was a plug for Richie's. Uh, he He's going to be our seventh podcast. So Rich, <laughs> Richie hates Pittsburgh. Richie, yeah. Why, why, Pittsburgh, why Pittsburgh sucks. <laughs> we'll make it happen. All right, folks. Uh, we, well, we do have a uh, new show weekend. Uh, let's call it Free Mess Weekend because it gets kicked off with Free Mess on Fridays hosted by the, our very own Sahi. Next Friday, as soon as you get up, cancel all your plans. Don't go to church. Don't. Oh, wait, that's Friday. You don't have to worry about that. Don't go to work. <laughs> don't, don't go, go to work. To, yeah. yeah. You're going to need to go to church after listening to it. Uh, <laughs> I swear. Which is set so, you up for Saturday night. Exactly. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Timing. So cancel everything else and make sure you check out Free Mess on Fridays. And then uh, when you get home from everything on Saturday and you're sitting in the in the house and you just want to be creeped out, tune into True Crime for the Innocent Mind. We kicked things off with Casey Anthony, a very controversial trial uh, that was once covered on H2G Podcast as well. So uh, that's all the plugs. You can find all our stuff right here in the link tree. It's in wherever you're listening or watching it's right below you here um we're excited for the people we got coming on again the email if you want to get involved with h2g radio just those best live at gmail.com this has been the wire sports podcast we'll see you next wednesday eight inch hands come on guys eight inch hands <laughs>